Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. In Warcry this week is a very revealing article from political and social commentator Mark Hadley. He talks about what millennials are facing today, financially, with the environment, with social media, the stresses that go on with that, the increased stress and anxiety that they're experiencing, and do they have hope in all of this and for their future? I had a chat with Mark about this. You see, uh, millennials are facing a situation where in which, uh, economically speaking, they're facing the scariest financial future since the Great Depression. And that's not just my opinion. I mean, that is actually the Huffington Post's senior enterprise reporter, Michael Hobbs, saying uh, that, that they've never faced financial situations like this since generations back. Uh, and then likewise, they're facing an economic problem which is certainly not of their making. Uh, both the economic and the environmental problem are not of their making. Uh, they're looking at a planet where they're growing up and people are seriously considering things like air quality. Can you breathe in this city? I mean, Chris, this is so foreign to us when we were growing up. No one ever thought about the air except, yeah, except to say uh, that, you know, oh, well, the seaside smells a little nicer. But, you know, <laughs> otherwise you weren't going outside and wondering whether or not the pollution levels were going to be causing you serious harm. Unless you lived uh, in Los Angeles. Unless you lived in Los and that And that <laughs> itself, you know, the exception proved the rule, that there were one or two cities out there that everyone knew was particularly bad. But generally speaking, air, water, these are things that we took for granted. Temperature, yeah. uh, summer was going to be hot, winter was going to be cold, the rains would come in autumn, they'd come again in spring. Yeah. Uh, and, and these are the things we're used to. And yet this millennial generation is growing up in a way in which none of the constants that we used to rely on are actually constants for them. In fact, quite the opposite. They're being told that, um, environmentally speaking, it's going to be worse and worse. So actually a, a recent study, the Australian Millennial Report 2020, which is the most comprehensive study into the attitudes and behaviours of Australian millennials ever undertaken, has kind of gestated down to a picture of a, of a girl like Sarah, they call her, you know, their standard millennial. She's in her 20s. She's been watching the politics go round and round and round on the environment. She has no particular faith that anybody is going to solve anything. And yet at the same time, she's doing absolutely everything she can to look after the environment with no real hope that actually it's going to get better. Yeah. Uh, so economics, environmentally, yeah, millennials are in a very negative position, uh, which is just unusual. You know, when we think uh, of a generation that should be growing up with so much hope, um, inspired both by uh, learning and technology uh, and opportunity, at the same time, they're growing up quite hopeless. Yeah. Uh, and that's a problem. But the problem, I think, mate, is not the environment. And it's not the idea of the economy even, um, or even social changes that bring uncertainty. The problem is that they have forgotten what hope is. And yeah. that's the biggest mistake we've made. You and I belong to Gen X. And Gen X grew up, you know, in the shadow of the mushroom cloud. I know. It was just the idea. I mean, the, it was quite usual for us to talk about what would happen um, if, maybe when, uh, a nuclear war occurred, uh, what might happen to the environment, what might happen to our prospects for the future. And prior to that, you know, our parents were dealing with the same sort of Cold War mentality or World War Two. Uh, and prior to that, I mean, I think of the silent generation, those born in the 1920s forward, they were dealing with the great, you know, the war to end all wars. So they, they'd 
lived through the aftermath of World War One, yeah. the Depression, and World War Two. Yeah. Um, yet their levels of hope are, are measurably different to ours. And so the question is, why can one generation face a crisis and have hope yeah. and another generation face it and find no hope? Um, wow. And to me, that's a stunningly interesting question. Do you have an answer? Well, I'm going to give you my best shot. We're talking to political and social commentator Mark Hadley about the millennials and about what they face today and for their future. Uh, part of the problem, you know, uh, okay, so I'm a media worker, a communications analyst, and what I spend my time with uh, a lot is words. Uh, and I've noticed um, over the last 30 years or so that we have shifted our definition of what hope is. So to begin with, um, hope now, you know, if I'm going to use it in a sentence, what you and I will be chatting about, so, you know, I'm hoping for a good weekend or I'm hoping to catch up with someone later or I'm hoping for good weather even on my birthday or something. And these are all maybes. These are all question marks somewhere in the future that could or could not happen. I can't put weight in them. Um, so this is how we use hope uh, in our language today. But it wasn't that long ago, um, 40, 50 years, according to the Oxford uh, English Dictionary, that hope was a much more different usage. Now, the word itself actually meant trust. Now, you might think this is a little thing, but when you trust something, you actually have a trust in something. Okay, there's something. There's a solid connection to your hope. When you when we use hope now, it's quite ephemeral. But when hope was being used, you know, by previous generations, they were hoping in something. You know, they had a strong uh, trust in something. Yeah. So the Bible uses this a lot. You know, uh, we hope in Christ. It's not like that we hope that Christ exists. We hope that uh, our hope is firm and solid because it's built on what Christ has done. Now, we hope in the grace of God. It's not that we hope God will be gracious. It's that we know God is gracious and we can rest our hope in that. Yes. Now, the generations we're currently dealing with are the ones who have grown up and lived through a total immersion in post-modern society. So postmodernism comes along in the 1980s and 90s, and it, it basically starts to shift the idea that there can be any truth and there is anything really solid. There are no real meta-explanations for life. Um, and now this, the millennials have grown up knowing nothing else other than uncertainty. In fact, actually, some of the studies I've been reading and are referencing in my article say that the key word that defines millennials today is uncertainty, that they have no sense that anything can be, can be, can be bearing weight you know, in their lives. And if that's the case, then their, their definition of hope has changed so radically that they probably can't have hope. Hope is something that's beyond them now because nothing is certain. Yeah. Um, now, the weird thing is history hasn't changed. Um, that historically speaking, the the life of Jesus is still there to be examined. There is no serious historian on this planet who doubts that Jesus lived or that, for example, the Gospel of Mark is the closest thing we have to a biography of his life. Yeah. So if you wanted to discover hope in Jesus, it can still exist. You can still go and do it. The problem is we have a society telling you, despite our best evidence, there is no truth to be found. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think ultimately, even though there's 
environmental concerns and economic concerns. Well, look, we've faced them before. And, and we've faced things like, you know, COVID-19 before too. Yeah. But the reason why we're actually able as previous generations to latch onto something is that we see something more solid sitting behind all of it. For previous generations, um, whether or not they had an active faith themselves, were at least steeped in the knowledge that there was a God who was in charge of the universe, who loved them, who could be contacted, could be part of their lives. Yeah. And, and so for, for me, when I think about this now, I'm most worried about this generation because they've lost connection with truth. They've lost connection with certainty, and that's why they struggle with hope. That's political and social commentator Mark Hadley. You can read his incredible article called How to Grow Hope in full in this week's Warcry magazine. Get one from your local Salvos Corps or Salvos Store.